Welcome to Patient Stories. My name is Dr. Bertrand Liang, and these are tales about some remarkable people whom I've met through the opportunity of being a physician. These boots were made for walking. Mr. H was 19 years old when I first met him and his family in my outpatient clinic. He'd been adopted and was of Japanese descent, wherein his parents were both from Texas, growing up outside of Lubbock, where his father had been a professor of agriculture. After the patient's father had moved to the West, when Mr. H was about 12, they noticed difficulties in his walking. It was subtle at first, where he'd tend to fall, especially when he'd start to run. Initially, it was thought that the patient was just uncoordinated, or that he just wasn't as gifted as the other children in physical games. However, over the next year, it began to affect how the patient would walk. He was seen by his pediatrician, who felt that he might have cerebral palsy, although, as a young child, he didn't exhibit any of these findings. Physical therapy and muscle relaxants really didn't seem to help the situation, and out of desperation, the patient's father asked to be evaluated in a number of different specialty clinics to determine if this was indeed some sort of cerebral palsy or a muscle disorder or perhaps something else. When I saw the patient, he was a student at the local university. He was incredibly articulate and spoke with an authority much past his years. His concerned parents were with him and they outlined the story with significant detail. I'm not sure exactly what this is, said Mr. H, after his father had spoken about his progressive walking issues. I'm just happy it's not in my hands or arms. I can get around but if I couldn't write or take notes or type into my computer, I don't know where I'd be. I nodded, noting this appreciatively. Mr. H was in the School of Engineering and was planning to go into mechanical engineering, particularly of medical devices. I can kind of just see how things should work out, he noted to me, which was when I asked why he was interested in this area. And having limits myself, I want to design things that can help us all do more, with less. His sentiments were so admirable, and they were stated with sincerity and humility, a pretty mature 19-year-old. When doing his exam, his walking was almost scissoring, and it looked as if his toes always pointed up, even when hitting the ground. He had contractions of both the flexor and extensor muscles of the legs, with no signs or symptoms in the arms. The patient reiterated that he was doing okay with regards to everything above his legs, and the walking was the issue. Interestingly, this really was the only thing abnormal on his exam. The rest seemed to be within normal limits. Well, I think we need to do some things to determine what might be going on, I noted, writing orders. We'll need some lab tests as well as imaging scans first. Then we'll have you come back for further discussions after. The patient and his family were agreeable, and we started his workup. Frankly, I wasn't particularly sure what was going on with Mr. H, but he seemed to be more dystonic than paretic or, or weak, given that he could move and that the movement actually worsened the muscle contraction when he voluntarily moved his legs. 
it didn't really fit with some sort of cerebral palsy syndromes as a result. And the age was wrong in any event. There were other rare syndromes of the subcortex, that is the areas of control below the cortical gray matter, that I'd seen early in my training that we might be able to get a hint on his imaging. There were also metabolic syndromes of copper metabolism and other rare genetic syndromes that could be possible, which we'd need to evaluate without a family history, given that Mr. H was adopted. When Mr. H came back to clinic, I told him that regretfully, I didn't have a lot of informative news. His MRI scans were basically within normal limits, as were his laboratory tests. Mr. H took it all in stride. I've been to a lot of doctors, so I guess this isn't a surprise. I'm still going to school. No issue with that. We'll just keep on trucking along. He smiled and stiffly kicked up his feet where his cowboy boots, which he'd worn at the first visit, were now polished and almost new looking. I mentioned that to him. He typically keeps those boots spotless, the patient's mom noted, and I can't touch them. He takes care of them himself. Mr. H smiled and just noted, you have to have something that distinguishes you, right? My boots, my League of Legends play, love that game. Try to be the best midliner I can be, like Faker and Dopa. I definitely agreed with the patient, but had no idea about the video game. Although something made me stop. What did you say, Mr. H? I asked, listening carefully. Oh, just that my boots are my distinguishing feature. And I like video games. I asked again. Yes, yes, but what else did you say? Oh, about... Midliner and Dopa and Feka? Then it hit me. I'd seen some patients with a mentor of mine years ago in the neurogenetics clinic. There was a disorder of young boys called Dopa responsive dystonia. They seemed to have progressive dystonia, particularly of the legs, and begin to have challenges with gait, usually in the first decade, but sometimes later on. And they were exquisitely responsive to dopamine. Well, Mr. H, although your current evaluations didn't really give us a diagnosis, I think your clinical syndrome just might be something that could respond to treatment. I'm not sure, but I think you might have a dystonia, otherwise known as a muscle contraction, that could possibly respond to something called Cinemat, what we give Parkinson's disease patients. You're saying that I have Parkinson's disease, said the patient incredulously. Well, no, I think you have something that might be related with the same neurotransmitter. And maybe if we replace it, we could help your legs a bit. I was hesitant since not everyone I'd seen in that old clinic had responded to medications. Well, worth a try, said Mr. H smiling, as was his usual. Hopefully not bad side effects. And I'm on break anyway, better now than ever. So after explaining the potential side effects of the medication, we tried Mr. H on a low dose and amazingly he began to improve where his legs were less stiff than before. We gradually increased his dose and after about five months, when I walked into the exam room to see him, 
Only his parents were there, but they were smiling. All of a sudden, Mr. H strolled, or actually trotted, into the room with a huge smile and plopped down in the seat in front of me. Doctor, this stuff is amazing. I can only hope it works for a long, long time. I looked back at Mr. H and noted, Well, it was you who gave me the clue. If you hadn't mentioned the name of that character in your game, I would never have remembered about it. It's actually a real guy. That's just one of the names he goes by, Mr. H corrected me. Doesn't matter. Great game. Glad I mentioned it. I'm grateful, too. Thanks so much. Now, my boots aren't just an afterthought. You know, these boots were made for walking. That's what the song says, right? I smiled, looked over at his parents, whose smiles were wide and happy, and said, Indeed, Mr. H., and probably running, too. Thank you very much for joining me for Patient Stories. Be happy, be healthy, and find peace.